0: Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher. Welcome back to my podcast, Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in and through our lives. The title of this message is, Yes, Yes, No, No. So what of it? So before I get started, this is a message for the believer about the position of an unbeliever. So we know the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no, no. So this is in response to a position as if you were a non-believer, asking a believer, so what of it? What if I make a promise and I break it? Who cares? And obviously we know that if they're not plugged in, it doesn't really matter because they will. They're empowered to do it. So I think this is a message really of encouragement to the non-believer to get plugged in and that there's some reasons why. And I deal specifically in this message with uh, smoking pot. So it does no good to be motivationally still. Let's get personal for a minute, if I already haven't. Back in the day when I drank to stupidity, I always started with the stupid idea to drink, but then it transitioned, or was justified, by creating a plan in my mind with intent and purpose. When I got high, it made me feel full of intent and purpose. I found that I was, as long as I remained drunk or high, motivated to stillness. Oh yes, as long as I was thinking loosely and expending no effort or work towards any purpose, I was still able to believe and convince myself that I was going to get started on that so-and-so thing, straightforward. Yep, I was going to change the world. And every time I snipped and tipped, that motivational stillness rushed right back, and I was again in that happy place where I felt I could conquer the world with no applied effort. Then I would say, ah, that will come tomorrow. Right now, I'm grubbing for a snack. I could have named this message the field of lost dreams, but hopefully that will come across in spite of the fact that I am more focused on the field of lost promises and commitments than I am of dreams. Now dreams, yes, all day long I dream of the day that the Lord will revive this nation and people will begin to desire to get high on God and His THC-free atmosphere, rather than smoke away their futures and legacies. But still, and even more so, the thing I notice most about one of the effects of smoking pot is that you commit to all kinds of things. And then the next day, it's like it doesn't matter that you committed to anything. You just don't want to do that thing straight. Nope. Getting high is like smoking lies. Now I'm talking to the believer that does this just like I did. The reasons why you smoke are between you and God. There is a reason why pot smokers can fairly easily be profiled. I know we're not to do this, even though everyone, including animals, does it. It's the same for all people groups struggling with the same addiction or habit. There are certain predictable behaviors. Getting drunk for men, in almost all cases, is expected that when they go out into the fish tanks of the world, that is the clubs and the bars, is to get some. Yep, your podcast preacher just used get some in a sentence profiling hmm not so much as it is predictability I just had to kill that silly spirit before I could go on. look at what Matthew states Matthew 537 but let your yes be yes and your no no for whatever is more than these is from the evil one Now let's see what the Matthews commentary states about this scripture. We have here an exposition of the third commandment which we are the more concerned right to understand because it is particularly said that God will not hold him guiltless. However, he may hold himself who breaks this commandment by taking the name of the Lord in vain. Now as to this command, it is agreed on all hands that it forbids perjury, forswearing, and the violation of oaths and vows. This was said to them of old time, and is the true intent and meaning of the third commandment. Thou shalt not use or take up the name of God, as we do by oath in vain, or unto vanity, or a lie. He hath not lift up his soul unto vanity, is expounded in the next words, nor sworn deceitfully, Psalms 24.4. Perjury is a sin condemned by the light of nature, as a complication of impiety towards God and injustice towards man, and as rendering a man highly obnoxious to the divine wrath, which was always judged to follow so infallibly upon that sin, that the forms of swearing were commonly turned into excretions or imprecations as that, God do so to me, and more also, and with us. So help me God, wishing I may never have any help from God, if I swear falsely. Thus by the consent of nations have men cursed themselves, not doubting but that God would curse them if they lied against the truth, then, when they solemnly called God to witness to it. So there is a lot of swear. Swear in this? But not only that, but what we swear to, So you say, I will come over and help you with such and such as an example. But then after a night of following the wrong cloud, you wake up at noon and come up with the excuse that you either needed to sleep or didn't get any sleep. Both cases can be true, as you literally burned your lungs severely and on purpose until such a time that they were numb. So with this in mind, it is important from one past pot smoker to one present Regardless as to whether you feel it is okay because in your mind it is legal, it still costs money, time, resources, destroys your lungs, crushes your dreams every night and day, can make you lazy or fat or stupid. Keep in mind regarding the legality argument, alcohol is legal and yet people still to this day die to its many long-term effects. The more important thing here is to try to figure out why you want to detach from Earth every night. I mean, people will always be able to justify whatever it is that they want to do in terms of their recreational habits and addictions. Many, many, many people tried something only once to find out that they were smoking, drinking, and sexing, or shooting up a chain. And no doubt whatever reason you had to start up that whatever, it could not have been as worse as what will come your way now that you are addicted. I have seen what a lifetime of drinking steals from the one who just wanted to have a beer after work. You know to relax, and all oh, the fractured relationships this arsenal of products that the devil uses to kill, steal, and destroy your marriage, family, or children. It turns many into thievery and bandits, kids stealing from mom and dad or grandma without any concern or care that those wells will run dry, at which point they become your enemy, not the drinking or drugs. Note the very people whom raised you and gave you a shot at life. Ah, but no worries. I won't leave you in despair. There is an end to that path, and it is called out. Get God, get out. But can I am saved? I know, I say, get God. Find out what he thinks about the why of the issue. If you have unrepentant sins, there is your why. Proverbs 26.2 Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. Easy, right? Sin opens the door to curses, and as a believer you are no longer labeled a sinner. But you can choose to sin, and even though we have an advocate, we can still place ourselves into the slavery of sin or bondage of it. 1 John 2.1 So, but let's say it's not sin that is a problem. Only you and God can address the why you are doing the addiction or habit. Yep, answer the why, and you have filleted the fish and have exposed the landmine. I know, weird, right? Fish, landmine, in the same sentence? Ah, it's good to be me. (laughs) This is a tiny whiny message. But my point is that you get it. Being high so as to escape whatever is just moving from one hole to another. There is no advantage to your getting high. Especially when you are the only party in the family. It is a rough go for the person on the other side to watch as you smoke your dreams away. Especially when... Maybe and perhaps God's call for you was to include the whole family in ministry. Remember, I judge you not, for I was a smoker and had many reasons. I got God again and can never be more grateful that I'm on the other side of that purple haze and that this ministry is a result of it. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Find a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time at Deep Waters.